Welcome, everybody, to the Rant Network, a podcast hosted by myself, Stuart Brisgal, David Solomon, over to my side, where we bring you unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a wide range of topics. Our podcast is dedicated to giving you a platform to express your opinions and our opinions, share your thoughts and our thoughts, experience an idea and hear from a variety of perspectives and honest opinion. Join us as we dive into the latest news, pop culture, politics, and so much more. From the absurdity to modern life. Welcome to the Rant Network. We got you covered. Sit back, relax. Guys, yesterday was the Oscars. I don't know if you bothered to watch it, but the introduction of the Oscars was primarily devoted to the largest reintroduction to film post-COVID, which was Top Gun, a movie that took nearly three years to film because of COVID, used the U.S. military, the most latest, greatest technology, and showed American excellence, right? Why am I emphasizing excellence? Because the American military and might has kept the world in one piece for longer than any other military has. Everyone looks to America to defend itself. They don't look to Canada. We blame Canada. We don't look to Mexico. We blame Mexico. We look to the U.S. to come to our rescue. That's just the world mantra. However, if you're a member of the woke and broke, they are bad. To to go and promote this American greatness, you're bad. To think that you're a good person being American, you're bad. If you think anything positive about America, you're absolutely wrong. You're the enemy. This is the woke, this is the far left belief system. They think anything that's pro or positive is really to a detriment of America. And, you know, David, I don't know about you, but growing up, did you want to be the loser on the team? Well, no, not only did I not want to be the loser. I'm not finished. Did, Did you want to be the last person picked on the team? Of course not. Did you want to be the guy who sat on the bench? Never. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Why is the left promoting this uh, wanna be a loser and anti-greatness uh, policy? You see, no, it's it's I I get what you're saying, Stuart, and, and it's very, very interesting what you just said. Why do we want to be on the loser side? And the so-called woke, and by the way, you keep we say woke, we keep saying woke, and Karine Jean-Pierre, the famously incredible press secretary that Joe Biden has, you know, she's just fantastic. Um, her and the White House have now decided that woke is now a racist term used by MAGA Republicans. So, you know, I love this twist again of reality. And that's what the woke does. They twist reality. And they love to twist it to the point to say to you that, you know, what does the woke want? You said the word broke. They want everything to be broken and complain about it and be angry about it and be totally down on it. And what you find common with many folks on the hard left is you said the anti-Americanism. And let's take MSN, MSNBC opinion editor Zishan Alim, as I'm looking to my notes here, and he condemned Top Gun Maverick, a movie. Now, I don't know about you, but in the 1980s, Stuart, did you go see Maverick in the theaters? Yes! Was that, 
was that not the coolest movie? Didn't it make you feel like the adrenaline with the planes? And if and 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 if you were, you know, the, the men in the volleyball scene there with the oil and the, I mean, it, it appealed to so many people. And at a time in the eighties. When we're still dealing with the Cold War, when we're still dealing with a, a, a clear-cut enemy, and there was a certain pride. There was a pride as an as a Canadian who watched this movie. I was like, I was on the good guy side. I was on the right side of I believed of history, and def- and defending democracy hand in hand with the Americans, and especially with those cool planes, we felt like we were on the right side of history. But no, according to Zishan Alim, we are not. Not in 2023. In fact, he says it was the most insidious movie at the Oscars because it showed the U.S. military as, quote, a beacon of virtue. Now, I'm bloody pissed off when I hear woke uneducated, I'm going to say this, uneducated, because you know you're going to sit here and you tell me, yeah, I read textbooks and I listen to university professors. That doesn't make you educated. That gives you a a false sense of knowledge, but it's not educated because you don't understand history and you don't understand what the U.S. military stands for. Unfortunately, the woke has penetrated the military, even in the United States, to destroy its meritocracy, to create a lot of things that just doesn't make sense when, when power and might count more than anything else. Now, unfortunately... This 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 flick this movie, and, and Aline, you know, says, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, he wasn't pleased. He wasn't pleased at all because, although it quote a breath of fresh air, you know, it was it was a breath of fresh air to see dazzling live action aerial combat scenes involving real actors, um, and mostly real planes. Um, he was because he's it's just it's insidious. It's insidious. Now I'm sorry, but you know, the last time I heard Stuart that the, the people crapped all over the military like this." The 1930s. And I keep bringing this up again and again because in the 1930s, there was, and even into the 20s, there was a massive push in the United States to get out of the world's fear, to to be downplaying the military, to downplay America's role in the world in democracy. And thanks to that, the first half of the 20th century was terrible. Look what we experienced. And if you look in the second half of the 20th century, when America did take a lead role, did fight for democracy, I'm not saying it was perfect. Believe you me, it was not perfect. And America did some really bad things. But the U.S. military meant something. And I know Vietnam really pissed off a lot of people. But if it wasn't for America and its might, where would we be today in in the Middle East? Where would we be today in South America? Where would we be today in in Asia and other parts of the world? We'd be in trouble. And when I have people like the woke, and I, and I respectfully will say that, you know, this, you know, um, Zishan Alim, I don't know your background and I really don't care. But for, you to go, but for you to get onto MSNBC, the woke network, and I'm really getting tired of this, okay, to, to sit, to stand there and to absolutely annihilate. Where would you be today if not for the American military. I'm just curious because there would be very little freedoms in the Middle East, in Southeast Asia, in Africa, in South America, in other parts of the world, if it wasn't for the American military. And I'm sorry, Zishan Alin, I don't know where you come from, but you clearly have no idea what the American military means 
Well, you know, anyone that has to bash America to make them feel good sounds like a narcissist, sounds like a self-deprivating, hating individual who just needs to go back from where they came. I don't know where she or he is from. Don't care. Anyone that hates it, where if you hate Canada, you should leave Canada. If you hate Mexico, you should leave Mexico. There are tens and hundreds of thousands of people trying to get into the United States and Canada. For that matter, Germany, France, England. Why is everyone dying to get in? And when they get there... They're like, I don't like it here. So go back where you came. Well, I don't. I don't actually. Don't, no, 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 no. I don't. I, I think that there's there's a confusion here. It's not that everybody comes over there and says, I hate it here. I think it's the people who recognize that you know what? Listen, there's no perfection in this world. Let's just be real. I don't care where you come from or where you live. But if I have to take a difference between horrible and bad, I'll take bad. And you know what? It's an interesting thing because there are more countries in the world today where people have no human rights where women are treated like eighth-class citizens, worse than dogs, where racism prevails, poverty is ridiculous, um, there is no education, and yet you come to the United States and you have, and Canada, and you, you, know, and you have all these opportunities. And if you don't appreciate it, and I, and I agree with you, Stuart, if you don't appreciate it, don't come here. Like, don't try to change what, what, what the values, the liberties, and the opportunities that are here. But apparently this this person is mad because number one, they think that they're um, that th this is this is making war look good. I don't know about you, but the United States doesn't declare war on anybody. The you know, the others have declared war. I mean, look at what Iran has threatened to do. Look at what Russia is threatening to do. Look at what North Korea is trying to do. Look, at, you know, if you look at China, what they're trying to do. If the United States doesn't stand up to the global bullies, who will? And Zishan Alim, when you're going to go and run to the, you know, to the, to the, when, when God forbid we are at war, and let me tell you, this is getting uglier and uglier. What are you going to do? What are you going oh, to do? Gonna volunteer. They're going to volunteer. Oh, sure. To hide under a rock. Yeah, hide under someone's skirt. No, there's yeah, no you know, doubt about it. You know, we have spoken about this over the years about how a country that is free came at a price of blood. It didn't come for free. Our freedoms don't, aren't free. There is loss, there's carnage, there's blood, there's sacrifice, sacrifice. I understand no one on the woke. And you know what? The reason why they wanna make woke, you know, kind of like a, a, a bad word is because we can actually now apply a label back a label that they created, a yep. movement that is purely and only theirs. You know what? Tell me, David, as you said, losers. Tell me what Nazi stood up in line at the Nuremberg trial and says, I did this. Tell oh, me. No, 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 no. They did stand in line and they were very proud of what a lot of them probably to do. But, but you know what? You know what the problem is? It, 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 it just listen, listen to the angle that this, this, this person takes and, and, and loves to just continue. I, did, to, I read it. To, to, no, this, this was the best. Listen, he skewered the film over its main mission to go bomb, to go and bomb a nuclear enrichment site, which could very well be in Iran. They never said it was in Iran. I've seen the movie. It never really said it. I was actually wondering why they wouldn't call it Iran, but I get it. In today's Hollywood, you can't do that. You can't make that kind of political statement. But you know what's amazing? 
That is a real possibility. And that the fact that Iran is enriching uranium, is going to be a nuclear power, is just a symbol of what America still has to do to help the West. Because who's going to do it? The UK? France? Canada, as you said? Mexico? Absolutely not. We're going to be running behind the United States hiding behind it, going, help us, save us. And, you know, NATO is feckless and whatever we've seen. And who's going to do it? It's going to end up being the United States. And I'm sorry to say, but if Iran, Iran is a nuclear power to be. And you want to know what? Good. We need to stop with this false narrative that there are no enemies in the world. There are enemies. There are people that are threatening our democracy, our liberty, and it isn't our politicians. And stop with that, you know, the woke loves to do that kind of like, you know, stupid crap of wah, 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 you know, Trump, wah, 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 DeSantis, wah, 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 Nikki Haley, when the reality is that the real threat, and people don't want to say this because this is, oh my God, this is racist. Come on, real politics, folks. Look outside your door, not... Look outside your window. Stop watching MSNBC to believe that that's real news. This isn't real news. That's fake news, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is trying to mislead you and misguide you to believe that you're okay, that your so these socialist views are okay, that you will be fine, just like Venezuela and just like Cuba and just like in Russia and just like in all these other socialist countries. You'll be fine. Trust us. When did MSNBC ever steer you wrong? David, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this rant. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, gained some valuable insight. We appreciate your support and hope you'll join us next time for another thought-provoking conversation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, noon Eastern. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to PM us and share your thoughts. Remember, we're always interested in hearing from our viewers, listeners, and podcast followers. Thanks again, guys. Until next time. David? Have a good day, everyone.